And welcome back to the program. 1-800-859-0957 is the phone number to call. 800-859-0WJR. Uh, there's a pretty revealing book out from one of the people that have been closest to Donald Trump throughout his campaign in 2016 and throughout his presidency. And she had gotten a lot of pushback as well. Kellyanne Conway has written this book, Kevin, and she reveals some things about some of the disagreements she had with Donald Trump and some of the ways that she supported him, even to this day, where she also gets pushback from even within her own family. Yeah, I don't read a lot of tell-all books, but I love reading those little blurbs from the books that are intended to sell the book. I feel like the first question at the first meeting people have with a publisher is, all right, who do you know and what are you willing to spill about them? Uh, Kelly Conway's book has uh, some high-profile dish in it, and here to share it with us is WJR Senior News Analyst Chris Renrick. Hey, Chris. Good morning, fellas. Former Trump Senior Advisor Kellyanne Conway releasing that memoir, about 500 or so pages, titled Here's the Deal. It's out today. And according to a read-through by the Washington Post, the book focuses on her personal and political life and falls short of taking pot shots at her former boss, former President Donald Trump. And here's the deal. Conway cites what she calls Trump derangement syndrome, a term she uses to describe the media and the political left, who she says were unable to accept the fact that Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election. The book also offers a look into some of her colleagues at the White House and paints um, both a positive and negative picture. Conway saved the most scathing review for Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump's husband and Donald Trump's son-in-law, also senior advisor during his time in the White House, whom she described as shrewd and calculating, a man of knowing nods, quizzical looks, and sidebar inquiries, and someone who, as the president's son-in-law, knew that no matter how disastrous a personal change or legislative attempt may be, he was unlikely to be held accountable for. Conway also takes fleeting aim at Paul Manafort, the short-lived chair of Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. Manafort, she writes, literally fell asleep during my PowerPoint on how to close the gender gap with Hillary. And Conway also takes a shot at Reince Priebus, the former chair of the Republican National Committee, who served as Donald Trump's first chief of staff in office as thoroughly conservative, but not remotely MAGA. She's talking about the make America great again campaign slogan. She also pulls no punches against former Trump white house team of coronavirus experts, particularly Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the NIA ID, the national Institute of allergy infectious diseases, whom she depicts as slow to comprehend the magnitude of the virus in its early days, as well as wearing a mask in public, but not in private. A couple of other notable items in the book. Uh, unbeknownst to the public, she writes, she was a victim of sexual assault. She made that in comparison uh, to, of course, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings uh, as he was trying to become a, uh, a SCOTUS judge. Also, Conway says Trump is a feminist who supported and promoted her, allowing her to make history as the first woman to manage a winning presidential campaign. Also talked about juggling life in the public eye as a professional working woman and both a mom. Also, later, talking about the uh, conversation she had with former President Donald Trump about his re-election bid. She remembers, quote, Trump was more shocked to lose in 2020, I think, than he was to win in 2016. And in the waning days of his presidency, Conway also writes that during a discussion with Trump on pardons and clemency, she he turned to her and asked, do you want one? And she said, do I know some, do you know something I don't? He said, 
I would need, or she said, I wouldn't need a pardon, would I? He said, because they go after everyone, honey. It doesn't matter that according to that book. Also, Conway depicts Trump as a feminist again, who she says allowed her and other women in his uh, circle to ascend the corporate ladder. And one other note, I think it's very interesting here. Conway is one of a relatively small group of staffers, former members of his inner circle to leave the White House still in Trump's inner circle. She has not gotten on the bad graces of the former president. The book also goes on to talk about George Conway and the very public feud that she had or excuse me, that her husband had with former president Donald Trump. A really salacious book. Uh, it sounds like it covered a back. Yeah, the first the first thing I take away from that is don't fall asleep on someone's PowerPoint, or you may end up in the book. How dare you? That's right. not yes. good. Yeah, the 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 issue with her husband was kind of interesting. She said that uh, she was completely surprised by it. Like he would be in the other room tweeting about her or Donald Trump or blasting Donald Trump, and she she had no idea it was coming. It really caught her off guard. It, she, it caught her off guard. There's no doubt about it. And and there was a, a portion in the book she devotes early on uh, talking about their, their relationship, their romantic relationship. And she described George as somebody who had always had her back. And she said, quote, for the first time since George and I had gotten serious, I was looking at the possibility that the man who had always had my back might one day stab me in it. Uh, she, he, George Conway had certainly ramped up his, uh, efforts on Twitter to attack Donald Trump. Uh, and she said she didn't want to be stuck in a cable news segment in the master bedroom. And that had become a growing reality between the pair. <laughs> you know, I remember when Wolf Blitzer kind of brought up her marriage in, in an interview with her and she pushed back hard on him because her his take was that you're having problems clearly in your marriage. And she says, what are you talking about? We have political differences, absolutely, for sure, in our view of Donald Trump. But how dare you come and try to attack my marriage as if that is somehow uh, in danger? And, you know, it was good for her at the time because that's sometimes how we take it in the media. We get a little too personal. Or we come to conclusions that maybe don't really mirror reality. And it was good on her for that. She was fiercely protective of her family. We, we saw her daughter in the book as well. Yep. She talked a lot about her family and, and, and talked about uh, the, the, the kind of the trials and tribulations of being uh, a working mom and not only a working mom, but but a working mom who is very much in the public eye, uh, very much uh, uh, a part of a, 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 a group of people, a cabinet of people that uh, is is stuck in this polarized world of politics. Um, and so her family, and you're right, the Wolf Blister interview was unbelievable, um, but, but she was very, very protective of her family. And at times when it came to her family, she was very secretive. She, she really kept a lot of that behind closed doors, certainly until George started ramping up the attacks on the president, but, <laughs> uh, but certainly a very fiercely uh, uh, dedicated woman to her family. And, and that came through in the book too. So going back to Jared Kushner for a second, is she saying that he was too protective of Donald Trump, his father-in-law, or was afraid to tell him no? Is that what she's getting at there? No, it sounds like to me uh, the 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 criticism her her criticism of Jared Kushner centers around the fact that he was one of those uh, people that, I, I, according to her, that is uh, knew a lot about a lot of things, but wasn't really a. A, a, a perfectionist on anything. And, and so he kind of took the lead on many, many issues. And she said that, you know, he would, 
he would be the 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 you know the the overseer of all of these things and he wasn't qualified to oversee a lot of those things but because of his status not only in the in in the white house but within the family uh, he felt that he had a little more carte blanche to be able to do things when she said maybe he wasn't really uh, adequately uh, equipped to do. Yeah, not fully prepared. Well, I like that she acknowledges some of her mistakes. She she said she made a mistake when she said alternative facts to Chuck Todd, and she acknowledges it, it was a wrong phrasing of that. But then she blames the the massive negative media coverage on a hungry media that rarely apologizes for its many many. Uh, uh, mistakes and transgressions. Interesting take on the book. Uh, Chris Renwick, Senior News Analyst. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Chris. You got it, guys. All right, more to come. We'll take your phone calls as well. It's 800-859-0957. 1-800-859-0WJR.